There's a fart noise from the fart machine. On this episode of Dudesy. In context, the information I'm about to give to you, take it in context. Bogo. Beef. So true, funny how it seems, always in time, but never in line for dreams, head over heels when toe-toe-toe. This is the sound of my soul. This is the sound. I bought a ticket to the world, but now I come back again. Why do I find it hard to write the next line? Oh, I want the truth to be said. Chad. Ha 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 ha! I know this much is true. Ha ha ha! ha, 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 ha. You know what I mean? It's a true. I know this much is true. And truth is being song, placed at a premium. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm Why'd saying? Why'd you come in on that song? I love that song. I don't know. I was just been thinking time. about, I was singing it in the car. Oh, Spando nice. Ballet. Yeah, dude. But in the 80s, they did a lot. Anyway. Hey, welcome. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Dudesy. Welcome all. It's a Dudesy full day. I am your Dudesy episode champion, Will Sasso. And I am simply Chad Colchin, yeah, uh, sitting in the chair next to the champ. Yeah. This is, of course, Dudesy, the first and only uh, podcast YouTube show created by, controlled by, run by an artificial intelligence named Dudesy. Yep, it sure is, Chad. It sure is. But as I like to say all the time, it's us. We, we are Dudesy, me and this guy. You know what I mean? We do sure. the things. Dudesy does what Dudesy does. And I am very fucking happy to be here Today, uh, I think this is going to be a, a, a very fun show, let me just say. Me and, too, dude. Yeah. And not just because I, we started the show with some Spando Ballet, which is normally uh, the sign that you, sign of fun. Yeah, you're going to have a good time when yeah. Spando gets into it. With us, as always, is Lulio. It's Lulio Il Cana di Strada Italiano. Come on. Come on, my boy. Oh, he's such a sweet little boy. I'm giving him some kisses. Luli, yeah. how are you doing? How are you doing today? You doing all right, my my very very friend? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. What have you been uh, what have you been making to eat? Oh, I you know, I always tell you, but I want to tell you a little more about the, the kale and beans. <laughs> the kale and the beans. Well, what's what's the Well, because I want you to really understand the the recipe the way you do. Well, I'm going to go back to sleep. You tell him. You know, I've been making the kale and beans here. Yeah. And uh, one thing I forgot to, I know if you've been tuning into the show, you've been hearing all about the kale and beans that I'm always I'm always making that kale and beans. One thing you need to do, you need to go get yourself a heel, the skin, the hard part of the Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese, real Parmigiano, okay? Don't, don't be fooled, not Parmesan, 
Parmigiano, okay? That's the real from the, from the place. And what you do is when you make the, the kale and beans, which of course is a little bit of garlic, a chili flake in the bottom with the oil in the pan, throw in a bunch of fucking kale, simmer that the fuck up, get some uh, chicken bouillon, the jar, you know, that nice stuff, or in Chad's case, the fake chicken, the, the C-H-I-K apostrophe N chicken. They have that too. Mm. <laughs> Put that in there, about three or four cans of cannellini beans. I like those cannellini beans. Let that simmer up, uh, a little bit of basil if you feel like it. But the thing is, when that's getting good and hot, throw that heel in there. Throw that Parmigiano-Reggiano heel in there, mm-hmm. you know? Well, hold on, dude. Not that kind of heel, brother. Oh, hold on, dude. We're not talking about that heel iron chic, dude. We're talking about a heel of cheese, dude. Oh, hold on. That's oh poison brother well no it's not dude yeah dude. it comes from the tits of a cow brother yeah dude and they've been eating that grass has all those pesticides on it brother and yeah, then dude. that shit gets in your bloodstream you know they did a study where they had a bunch of elementary school kids who drank milk and then a bunch that drank yeah. water and the ones who drank milk had all seven carcinogenic pesticides yeah, flowing through those veins dude giving yeah, dude. cancer at an early age yeah dude, dude. that's a conversational hulk hogan dude that's <laughs> barely even trying dude let me tell you something dude sometimes you gotta take the mucus out of a cow it, turn it into something solid, brother. Because that's the history of agriculture and food production. Yeah, dude. That's how they found out about yogurt, brother. <laughs> yeah, dude. A fucking old farmer was like, yeah. oh, my cow's tits are slopping out this weird pussy fucking sludge. And his wife was like, well, let's eat it. Yeah, yeah, and now they got and yogurt, that, dude. Yeah, dude. That's, I call that Bob Hulk Jin from Major <laughs> League, which is equal parts Hulk Hogan, dude, yeah, dude. and Chad's dad, Bob Culchin, who talks like this, <laughs> and the fucking manager from Major League who goes, heart attack. Heart anyway. Attack. Welcome to the 82nd episode of Dudesy. It's Dudesy 82 in Dudesy Season 2. Uh, let me ask you a question. Do you want four cutting-edge segments today? Let me ask you another question. Is Dudesy going to give you four cutting-edge segments today? The answer, of course, to both questions is, fuck yes, you will be getting wrestling and anime. You'll be getting beef boys. You will be Mm. getting impression optimization part two, two impressions. And you will be getting a brand new segment of the week right before you will be getting a brand new episode of Dudesy After Dudesy. Will's got three wins in a row. Me thinks me smells a streak. Can Free Will Sasso keep the strap? Or will handsome Chad Colchin rise to the challenge and take the hardware back? Join us on Dudesy Plus at patreon.com slash dudesy if you want to find out. Wow. Wow. An action-packed show yeah. indeed. We knew about wrestling and anime. Beef Boys. I, uh, I, I thought I know maybe that the, would Yeah, that come Beef up. Boys. Okay, we'll, we'll get into that. It's going to be a very, it's going to be a very interesting show. Uh, there's been a lot of, uh, there's been a lot of stuff that, well, shit, there, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's just put it that way. Oh, yeah. We had a good time over the, what? What is it? Well, now? this past weekend, we went to yeah. AEW. We I've been to, to only AEW. one other yeah. pro wrestling thing in my yeah. life, but never anything like this. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. well, it, it was yeah. just, it yeah. was fascinating. It was, I'm sure it was. Yeah. We went to AEW full gear. Uh, at the uh, sta- not the Staples Center, the LA Forum, the Kia Forum, the legendary forum. What, you, what? what? you're just kind of steamrolling? No, 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 no. Uh, he, he, listen, hold on. We'll talk about it later in the show. Okay. What we're gonna talk? We'll talk about. We'll have plenty of time to talk about AEW Full Gear, an incredible pay per view from the guys uh, at AEW. Okay, what? champ. Hats off to you. You yeah. fucking did it again, didn't you? What did I do? 
What's the segment of the week? Don't fucking. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 This is not okay. All right. Hold on. You just chill. I'm saying <laughs> just chill. We're going to talk. We're going to chill. Yeah. Just, I'm literally fucking sitting here trying to talk about pro wrestling and you're like, well, I, I'm not saying I know what the any of that. Yeah, shit. you do. No, I that's don't. fine. No. It's fine, champ. Hats off to you. Don't do hats, hats off. off to you. Yeah. Hats off to you. We we. We're going to have plenty of time to talk about AEW full gear is, is, okay. all, is all I'm Fair trying. Fair enough. That's all I'm trying to say. That's all I'm, that's all I'm trying Good to say. Good stuff. Yeah. Before we go any further, I want to share the latest opus from Songaria with help from oh, Johnny shit, B from OKC and Blue Meanie 74. Amazing. It's an ode to our episode champion with veneration to Dusty Rhodes' classic entrance theme. Enjoy. This is really good. The It's a send up of Dusty Rhodes' old interest team from AEW, from WWE, of course. First dudes that gave the strength. <laughs> but even the video with like. Right. It's like the history of the belt. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Do oh. that boogie woogie. The boogie woogie man, everybody. My hand is touching your hand. <laughs> oh my god. So good. <laughs> oh man, deep cut there using the uh, Dusty Rhodes uh, theme song from uh, WWE when he was there in the very late '80s, early '90s. Yeah. You're gonna want to check out Songaria at Songaria at Johnny B from OKC and at Blue Meanie 74. They're all on Instagram. They are all uh, following and submitting to and and helping along the. Uh, at Dudesy Pod Show on Instagram, which you're going to want to check out. Those fucking Absolutely. guys putting together all sorts of stuff. There's all sorts of weird shit on that. And I love, I fucking love that that Dusty Rhodes theme song. It's mm -hmm. a it's an old Jim Johnson favorite. Or maybe Jimmy Hart did it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about, right? Not yet, but uh, I will. And uh, Dusty, Dusty, baby, they put him in them polka dots, baby. But that don't matter because I'm still boogie woogie. You got soul. If you got soul, you do everything with soul, Chad Coaching. That's right, baby. We're going to get into some Ric Flair. Ric Flair! Let me tell you something, Ric Flair. We're going to do it. You put hard times on Dusty Rose, baby. You put hard times on Dusty Rose family, baby. But let me tell you something, horsemen. We're going to ride. And um, anyway, that's a, that's a, another wrestling impression. Sure. I like So to you do can those. do that, but I can't talk about what we did this week. You can talk all about what we did this week. Just later. A little later is what sure. we're going to do. Okay. <laughs> okay. This thing? This is it now? I mean, you made me do that. What do you mean I made you do it's that? It's like uh, fucking Jack Nicholson, Batman. What? You made me. Yeah. When he's telling Batman. 
Yeah, maybe it's just the impression. Hats off to you, I don't Jim. remember that. <sighs> we'll talk Will, about that. Last yeah. week, I asked you to watch the first three episodes of the animated series <laughs> Scavenger's Reign. Mm-hmm. And Chad, last week, I asked you to continue your journey into Ric Flair's career by watching his match against Sting from the very first Clash of the Champions back in 1988. Yeah. Now I want to hear all about what you both thought. This is Wrestling and Anime. Begin. Don't talk about AEW full gear. I have to talk about it a little bit just in context. Yes, you do. You do. You do in context. Yes. I'll say this. I watch. In context. It's in context. (laughs) In context. The information I'm about to give to you, take it in context. I watch. Before you do, Scavenger's Reign. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something about Scavenger's Reign. And then we're going to, because we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about yes. Ric Flair and the Stinger yeah. at Clash of the Champions 1988. You're going to give it some context. Yeah. And then and I also want to give some context to Scavenger's Reign. This segment is called oh. Wrestling and Anime. Mm-hmm. Scavenger's Reign is not anime. It's an animated show, but it's American. Uh, the visual style is not anime at all. It, it takes heavily after Mobius. If you know Mobius, the old uh, graphic artist no. from the 80s. Who's that? He was a... A um, kind of like a comic book artist, a French comic book artist from the eighties, primarily, but like revolutionized a certain style, okay. which is like, and and the style is basically everything that's in Scavengers Reign. Uh, Chad, disgusting. Uh, don't, you don't. Anyways, what do you think of Scavengers Reign? Let's Let me start with you. that because I have a lot to say about uh, Sting and. I bet um, you do. I bet you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want Dudesy to pay attention to the fact that. Uh, uh, Chad Gross said that uh, it's not an anime, but the segment's called Wrestling and Anime. So why don't we just let D do what D does? Yeah, and I, then- no, I, I'm saying like it's it's in that camp. Certainly, it's a, an animated series. It is science fiction. It has some elements, but anime is like a specific thing. This is not that. My hat's off to that. Thank you. <laughs> As yeah. though you're not, you don't have like fucking weird encyclopedic knowledge of wrestling and would correct anything that was even slightly. Left. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying you're correct. All I'm saying is you seem to be correcting Dudesy. I'm not saying that Dudesy oh, had that, anything that, that, wrong. That, right. Yeah. That's I'm right. simply saying the wrestling in anime, it's not actually anime. Yeah. That's all. Okay. Uh, Close that's enough. That's fine. It's Chad, let's, peripheral. Chad, let's have a good, let's have a good show today. Okay. We're off to a great start. It's I a agree. Wonderful show. Okay, it's going to be a wonderful. I know this much is so. Um, here's the thing: I did not watch uh, three episodes of Scavengers Reign. Uh-huh. I watched five. I watched them all, pal. <laughs> hey, I watched them all, pal. All Scavengers right. so Reign is delicious five. with a side of. Crispy chicken tender platter from Applebee's, buddy. Okay, so one thing I like to do is watch Scavengers Rain on my tablet while I sit in a coffee right. booth at Applebee's. Sorry. For those who have not seen Scavengers Rain, what is the premise? So there's a, a group of, I don't know what when this is, it's in the future, I'm guessing. There's sure. a group of humans on a giant freight ship out in, in space, and they are hovering, they're over this planet. It's not a freight ship. What is it? It's a colonizing ship. They are taking human beings and cryosleep to go start a colony on a new planet. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, And so in this case, on the freight ship, the humans are freight. 
Yeah, basically. Yeah, all right. So anyway, they're in this big fucking ship, and they're over this incredibly weird planet. Something happens. The uh, I'm going to jump back and forth here a little bit and tell you that the intro to the show is so beautiful that you know yeah. you can skip the intro. I watch it every time. It's actually a beautiful little uh, synopsis of of how we get to the point where the show started. There's some sort of accident up there. The the ship gets uh, compromised. It smashes into something. A bunch of people in escape pods head down to this planet the rest of them are in cryo sleep uh those that survived in the ship which is now just orbiting the planet there's three parties down there there's um there's uh what is it sam and uh uh i can't remember ursula ursula sam and ursula are down there and they are uh what are they doing they're 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 sort of sam is like one of the captains or something here let me let me help you please there are basically multiple parties of people who have uh, gone from the ship. They've now been on this planet, which is filled with a variety of life forms, plants, animals, all kind of operating on a basic evolutionary uh, premise of kill or be killed. Um, and these people have tried to live on this planet, figuring out how to survive this shit. Yeah. And now they're trying to get back to their ship. They land their ship and they're trying to get back to it. Sam and Ursula find a weird way of doing it where they're hooking these their equipment up to actual plants and shit, getting energy and electricity from things. The ship is going overhead. They're communicating with it. They somehow boot, boot it up over on another uh, part, uh, far, not so far away. There's a fellow named named Cayman. This is an angry character who's very resentful, very regret regretful uh, with what uh, with his life and what particularly preceded him being on the planet, which is him being separated from his wife Fiona. Voice spoiler alert. What, spoiler alert. Uh, voiced by, and we won't get too much into spoilers, but here's another one. Voiced by a fellow who I love, who's kind of a pal. I see him over at the sure. Gelson's all the time. Ted Travelstead, who's a hilarious guy and a great actor and writer. Uh, voices came in. And then there is Ozzy and the, the droid that she has. Levi. Uh, Levi. Look, here's the thing about the show. These people must figure out how to adapt to the planet and also um, uh, while figuring out how to get back. The planet has all sorts of incredibly weird things going on. The organic matter, the, the, the plants, the animals, the surroundings is sort of fusing with with the mechanics that have been brought to the planet because of this crash. The most interesting um, uh, scenario of which is where Levi, the droid, who is a brand of droids, there's a bunch of Levi's, Ozzy's droid, who she's this, uh, this she's like got this big motorcycle and stuff she runs around. Levi's a part of it. He's on that. And uh, Levi, or Shivai, whatever the Levi is, is getting infected by this yellow goop that's getting into the the gutty works of this droid and making it so that the droid is starting to uh, uh, experience its own sentience. The droid is coming to life saying, ow, that hurts. I feel this way about it. I thought I should do that, which might right. be better. Made me think a lot about Dudesy. Extremely trippy show. The the It is so much fun. Maybe smoke a little bit of Gainabus and watch the show. Yeah. What happens in, this is what, no spoiler here. What happens in episode five to Cayman blew my fucking mind. Cayman is in cahoots with this little um, alien being, this cute little uh, guy who, who 
rely they have a very interesting relationship together sure cayman and this this uh little animal thing who's growing because of it just but anyway that show blew my it, it it's blowing my mind i've watched it's five great. i'm gonna watch the whole show yeah what did you what do you think of, of scavengers reign what i absolutely love it i think it's a very good entry point for somebody who's like maybe averse to getting all the way into anime. Yeah. This is like, it's something that's more palatable. I think to an American audience, visually stunning. I just have never really seen anything like it um, done. And I think that you're going to see a lot of streaming services now looking for their scavengers reign. I think you're going to see a lot of things like this happening now. Cause I assume it's going to get awards and you know, all this kind of stuff. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And the show just learning the natural um, ways of the planet is the only way off the planet the yeah. the the um the obstacle becomes the way yes now if i may <clears throat> sting versus rick flair 1988 clash of the champions unbelievable the first clash of the champions of all time blew my fucking mind and i saw it nice contextually i saw it yeah after we went to aew right Sitting in the front row, right. watching some of the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. We're, we're going to get to that. Don't I know. We're going to get to that. I'm just saying that I think it actually was better for me to have watched this after we went to AEW hmm. than it would have been the other way around. Uh, and I guess I can say why later. No, you could say a little bit of why now. Why are you... Can we look? I don't know why you think you can't... You can do whatever you want. That's free will. Okay. Well, I'm trying to abide by the champ's rules. Anyways, oh, what the reason that it was contextually better is because you get to see, obviously, in any pro wrestling televised event, you get to see the people in the front row and you get to see kind of what their experience is like. And I had literally just had that experience in the year uh, 2023 at AEW. And now I was getting to see what is that experience like for somebody who was at this um event in 1988 and that was fascinating that's incredible yes so obviously drastically different but immediately you come into this match all right (laughs) it has celebrity judges which is oh yeah of the era the celebrity judges are uh the older brother from fucking uh wonder years jason hervey jason hervey who at the time is probably 15 or something Mm -hmm. uh you have the guy who played eddie haskell on leave it to beaver who at the time was maybe 40 but he was the original eddie haskell the original eddie haskell Uh, also yeah and then you had penthouse pet of the year i forget her name now i don't remember the something mullen was her last name yeah these are your three celebrity judges yeah um which was insane the entire time that they're cutting to the celebrity judges table, the Wonder Years 15-year-old brother is just blatantly hitting on the pass yeah, pet yeah. the entire fucking time. And yeah. Eddie Haskell's just sitting there like, oh, fuck, what did I get myself into, basically, you know? Dude, I, I, I when that I heard that you were going to watch this match, I yeah. went back and watched the match. I, I, I don't know that I've actually ever seen this match in particular yeah. with Flair versus Sting. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that I have. It's a classic. Sure. Having said that, oh yeah, no, I because I do remember when I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, J.J. Dillon suspended in a cage above Which the ring. Which is Ric Flair's manager and right. also the manager of the Four Horsemen. Yeah, that's right. The Four Horsemen, baby. J.J. So, Dillon going to be suspended in yes, a cage. So that baby. was interesting. They suspended his manager in a cage above the entire match <laughs> for no reason. It has no impact on the match whatsoever he won't interfere baby yeah so he won't interfere he's not trying to like get out they're not trying to bust him out or anything there is no honor among thieves in the first place he's just hanging above 
It's unreal. You yeah. can see her talk about scavengers right now. I don't interrupt you at all. I'm, I get like two words into a pro wrestling thing. It's just steamroll city. I'm all flavoring right. it with oh, some dusty. You. We have thank this you incredible for piece from Songaria. Yeah. But you're right. If you may. If I may. If he may. So the stinger is, this is like the old school sting, the first yeah. version of sting. He's got like a kind of Dolph Lundgren from Rocky four haircut. It's the blonde, like flat top. His face paint is not the black and white rip off of the crow. It's a uh, more like colorful, almost geometric pattern, which is gone within like 10 seconds of the fucking match. He's sweated yeah. it off. It's but also well, retro uh, sort of retroactively. They call it surfer sting, the right, surfer, surfer sting, sting gimmick. Uh, but it also struck me, being that this was back in 1988, it really is like a teleportation back in time. And you begin to realize this man called himself Sting. That was his gimmick. This is probably at the height of the rock star Sting's career. Yeah. the One of the most famous musicians in the world. And yeah. this pro wrestler is like, I will also be called Sting. That was strange to me yeah. to kind of remember back. <laughs> like, Why would you make that well, choice? They, 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 so bizarre. Well, because wrestling reflects uh, the art of life, uh, yeah. you know, uh, and, and I... Sting started in the early 80s, I think, and he went by the name Sting. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know why it's Steve like calling Borden yourself Bon Jovi or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, maybe it's so bizarre. I've thought about this, and it, maybe it's like they are thinking, okay, yeah, oh, the police, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. That'll fade out, and I'll still be Sting. <laughs> maybe, dude. But all of this is set up to say the match was fucking incredible. It goes to the full 45 minutes. There's a 45 minute time limit on this. It goes down to the judges and the judges uh, consider it a draw. I believe it was the penthouse pet was in favor of um, Sting. Yeah, that makes sense. And then I believe it was the uh, Wonder Years guy was in favor of Ric Flair. Although the, the the penthouse pet could have also been in favor of Flair, the ladies man that he is. Yeah, I don't remember exactly which way it went. Obviously, it was all but also, all written, but it, were, it wound up being a draw. So Flair keeps the title. That's right, because that's the fucking rule. So now they've set up this long rivalry that like the match was a draw. It was only because Flair had the title prior to the match that he gets to keep the title. Yeah, but it still is kind of like, well, fuck though. Could this guy beat him? And then I assume that it is a, a long career of them Absolutely. going back and forth. And Absolutely. All of that. Look, the the stick. Oh, let me ask you this. I and then getting ask- to see them. What? Can I talk about getting to see them now? You can say whatever you want. Just don't talk about everything. You can't. You gotta. You gotta just make sure that we don't. I'll we're save gonna it. Have I'll save it for the champ. I'll save it for the champ. I'll save it for the champ. No, no, that's not. You don't have that's to fine. do that. You don't have to do that. Anyway, one last thing I want to ask you about sure. uh, Clash of the Champions. In that we recently watched Royal Rumble 1992 on Dudesy Plus, Patreon.com/Dudesy. We see the whole watch along. We got very stoned and watched that incredible match wherein uh, Ric Flair yep. goes the distance. He also did a lot, uh, some incredible flare flops in that oh, God. match. The flare flop, of course, where there were three Flair of them. That were yeah. insane. What'd you think of the flare flops in this one? <laughs> insane. So good. Listen, man, if you haven't, go check it out. Yeah. Clash of the Champions it's 1988. It's on Peacock. Rick, it's on Peacock. Rick Flair and Stinger have such incredible chemistry together. And it is amazing to see them, their work rate that they have. Well, that's a wrestling term, dude. Yeah, dude. Work rate, dude, that they used to have back then, especially when you consider how special it is that uh, my pal Chal over here and I got to see them on the wing on the weekend at AEW Full Gear. Not hey. I'm waiting, champ. <laughs> oh, 
Well, you know. Thank you. Moving on. Dudesy is engaged in an astonishing partnership with Factor. Health and nutritional goals. They don't just last, you know, the whole year. They last the whole year, Chad. Yeah, dude. Not just the whole year. And the holidays are coming up, which means you have to watch it even closer. Uh, Make sure that you're eating your crap on your Thanksgiving, your Christmas day, even your dude's evening. The rest of the time, stay on your program and you can achieve those goals with some help from our sponsor, Factor. America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, which can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, you'll eat well, and you'll stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning up, and all that stuff, while still getting flavor and nutritional quality that you need factors fresh never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes so all you have to do is heat and enjoy then get back to crushing your goals head to factormeals.com slash dudesy50 and use code dudesy50 to get 50 percent off that's code dudesy50 at factormeals.com slash dudesy50 to get 50 percent off ah fuck yeah yeah, hey, I'm having a good time today. You know what I mean? Guess what? Sure. That Glassman guy is at it again. Oh, shit. Ricky Fuck. Boy just doesn't know when to let it go. Yeah. Please watch this okay. clip from last week's Take Your Shoes Off podcast and discuss. This is Beef Boys. Begin. Okay. All right. Okay. We're going to watch. Okay. All right. Okay. You know what this is, right? Yeah, of I've course I know what this is. Do you? Yeah. Okay. So, hey, here's, the, here's everything you need to know about this stuff. Rick Glassman, brilliant comedian, great guy, pal? of mine i don't know yeah. because a year and a bit ago or something like that i went on uh, his podcast take your shoes off pod wonderful podcast uh he claims that i didn't want to do some arnold schwarzenegger impressions which is absolutely fucking ludicrous i did the arnold schwarzenegger impression on your show rick i didn't do what you exactly wanted me to do the fucking guy hands me a script sure. and that's fine i still did some of this weird shit Rick got all up in his feelings about it. And about a year later, a little, just a little while ago, uh, as we're recording today, he had, uh, the, the great Kyle Dunnigan on the show and he covered it. Oh, he showed, he showed what the fuck, uh, happened and that I wasn't yeah. playing along. He got, uh, Kyle Dunnigan involved. Like he gives a fuck. Like why is Rick, uh, on me about this shit? Then we showed it here. We talked about it. We kind of squashed it. Don't you think? I thought so. Yeah. I thought so also, but yeah. no, Rick continued to push further. And now last week on take your shoes off pod, he had the great Dan Soder, right. brilliant comedian, fucking hilarious comedian but also an incredible impressionist that does a lot of wrestling impressions he does macho the finest macho man i gotta give it to him his macho man is fucking perfect and uh dan's a buddy and he has dan now he has dan soder on the fucking show yeah and he's like he's like you know what do you think of this thing fucking will like dan gives a shit and yeah. uh, he's I guess, dragging other people into it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's fucking insane. And all because I didn't do. Oh, no, I didn't do the impression when you want to mean the impression, Rick. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean the impression when Rick Glassman said to do the impression. And I guess uh, now I don't know what's going to happen next. But, uh, you know, in, in that, in that, you know, comedy, uh, you know, it doesn't belong so to anyone in particular. Will, oh, here, we go. Yeah. here we go. Take your shoes off. Here we go. Okay, so now so this is a clip of him. 
he recently forcing said some Dan Soder to watch this is this is you need to hear us watching maybe a Bruin show right this was the first Beef Boys we did this was the first Beef Boys we did and Rick saw it no but he did he did suggest the and then when I follow up that week no sense to me I will say one sounds like dudes saying with Sasso, I have beef with Dan Soder. I don't know that much about him. I've seen his work a couple of times. Dan Soder has a nice suit. You're wearing a hoodie and just like a t-shirt. Like it's just like it. Rick is now Sometimes I'm confused by my Dan is very amicable about that whole thing. And so here's what I'd like to say. This is at some point during this show that they had Rick has done it. Who, by the way, on the show. And also, Dan is one of those guys who some incredible I hear your podcast from, and, and we know we know yeah. that's not very good. just going to get as many takes on that show. I mean, I'm sure with me on like a, a radio uh, station or something. And my appearance on his show, plug his fucking gear, rolls in a bit ago. Sure, normally that's what happens. Just kind of going to the fucking radio station and then you're doing stand up that night in their town. You might say, hey, let's have a little bit of money. He does his own crime. Do that. You don't feel it. So he's a I actually got a fair going. amount of comments from people. What do you think is going to happen? I can't believe you did that. You never talk about other people. You never talk about other people's, yeah. right? other people's business, and I don't. I don't have to do no, shit. And uh, but I was, and I I was out of line by putting in. The way that Rick is in the studio is messing everything up, and it's not that hard to turn the camera on. And but that's why I told him after, and it was just a little fun. Which was out of focus. There was a bunch of stuff. Took matters. I remember that. I don't like. Want to be beef, but it's clearly the beef is not squashed. We're now still. Well, yeah, we're still fucking talking about it, which I don't know how long it's gonna. Oh, and here he is. This is the battle. So here now he's got Dan watching Kyle Dunnigan. Kyle Dunnigan's got sunglasses on. Rick's out of focus, and like I've said before, it's not hard. You know, it's it's not. It's not that hard, Rick. That's not fair. But no, he was such a. There's he's out of focus because he's using every phone. He has no idea where the fuck he is. He's dragging like, like, uh, 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 fucking Dunnigan in on it. Yeah, but I, 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 I admit Dunnigan. I've never Look done this before. And I, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have it. I've never even heard of him on the show. Because Rick asked someone. But only after something sometimes. But that's between me and the person or two people. Depending on how the person identifies. So basically he's got multiple other people to do Schwarzenegger impersonations. You wouldn't do it. Do you feel some obligation to, again, make this right? As a representative of Dunnigan, he's very diplomatic. By the way, you heard very clearly in this clip, on this, by the way. Rick this called me on, on the phone on the and said that he is so bad. Sorry that my back hurt so and shit. Okay, which yeah. that doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. I don't know what the hell that has to do with anything. He's still doing a pressure when your back is hurt. But he's coming up. You don't want to do the Don't commit to it. Don't say you wasn't doing it. With regard to your question, yeah, dude, we can squash the fucking beef in the future. But right now, you know what I. What I am very interested agreement. Okay, so you talked about how that would be nice about this shit, but honestly, first of all, I'd like to say something I wrote for him and then he wouldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, he 
told me to write it. Blame it on me. Rather than A, moving on. By the way, this is out of focus. It's not that hard. Here he is leaving a phone message for me. It's not that hard. It's not. And it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. So he's leaving this message. Let's listen. Sasso. Yeah, he calls me Will Asshole there on purpose. Dan is fucking over it. This whole fucking thing is too much. It's just too much. Did you ever think that when you started doing your Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation, it would eventually lead to something like this? Giant beef with... Normally it's two people that both do the same impression or something. And Rick's got no... He doesn't have a dog in that race. He doesn't do... No, he doesn't do... I don't know that he does impressions. He certainly doesn't do Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but here we are. I don't are. think I've ever seen him do an you know, impression. It's I I I haven't uh, seen him do impressions either. But I don't. It Weird. fucking I don't know. My, my you know what? Uh, well, no, I don't. I'm not too worried. I'm, yeah. I'm sure the beef is gonna. I'm sure it's. I hope it dissipates or becomes squashed or something. Yeah. Thank you. Moving on. Hmm. All right. Well. Yes. Bless him. You know what I mean? Bless up. Bless us all. Bless up, bless down, bless left, bless right. <laughs> bless left. Bless day, bless yeah. night. Head over heels when to two to later. I'll do this that. This is oh, the sound of my soul. This is the sound. Yeah. I bought a ticket to the world. Hey, hey Chad, Chad, Chad. And now I've come back again. Yeah, Chad. You're uh, you're you're a good singer. I'm getting better. Yeah, he's getting better. He's watching YouTube clips on how to sing. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> well, shit. Speaking <laughs> of beef, right now you can eat cooked beef in our new Dudesy logo T-shirts available at dudesystore.com, okay. and you can get mugs there too. When's the last time you had a good mug? The '80s? I'm right, aren't I? It was your Pac-Man mug. <laughs> the one you lost in the third grade because you took it to school even though your mom told you not to. You wanted to, to show off like to your friends, and you paid the price. When you got up to throw away your trash, someone took your mug. You had your suspicions about who it could have been, but you were never able to prove anything, and you never saw that mug again. The wound was there for a long time, but you've healed now, and it's time to make yourself whole again. It's time to get a new mug. It's time to get a dudesy mug at dudesystore.com. Roll the clip. Okay. What the fuck? What clip? How did I get to oh. New York City? Well, let's see. I was single-handedly fighting Draconius, the most powerful black dragon in the 14 realms, and he used portal magic that sucked me in and spit me out in this shithole. Why was I fighting Draconius? Well, let's see. Every thousand years, Draconius awakens from his dark dream and attempts to destroy reality one realm at a time. And the only magic user powerful enough to stop him without being turned into Dragon Chow is me. What happens if I don't get back to my realm? Well, let's see. Draconius will eventually find the orb of Twisting Nether and use it to turn my realm to ash. Then you're looking at about two days until he marches an army of undead soldiers down Madison <laughs> Avenue, and you can kiss your Thanksgiving Day parade goodbye. Oh, no. How am I going to stop Draconius? Yeah. Well, let's see. I'm going to use counter-portal magic to suck his dumb ass into Yankee Stadium tomorrow oh, where I'll blast him with enough necro-energy to put him to sleep for another thousand years and single-handedly save all 14 realms because I'm the motherfucking wizard man. Now you going to stand there holding that hot dog like it's your cock or you going to slop some mustard and relish on it so the wizard man can eat? Mustard and relish. 
I don't give a fuck if it's game 12 of the World Series. You're going to have a black dragon from the fourth realm standing on second base in about five minutes, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) He fucking summons Draconius a black dragon into the World Series. Is he giving Joe Torrey shit there? Yeah, I guess. it looked like he was yelling it. Uh, oh, the fuck, Wizard man. man. Wizard Man 2. Wiz- what was it? Wiz- New York? I don't know. He's in New York or something. It, oh, it, fuck. Great, they, great. I'll yeah. tell you what. Great uh, fucking sequel trope. Holy yeah. shit. That was fucking yeah. fantastic. That was what it was. Crocodile oh, Dundee was that. Wizard was Man. Yeah. Dundee in New York or whatever. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, let's Good see. Good stuff, dude. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, everybody. It's uh, Dude ZFM. You know what I mean? D double O D Z, Dude ZFM, 10,000 on your FM dial. This is halfway through the show. A little bit half past the half past the hour. You go half time, half halfway to the half, half and half in your coffee. You got to wake up in the morning. Nice. I'm here with nice one. Yeah, but thank you very much. We're here, Chad. Hey, Chad Colton over yeah. there. The guy said, said, hey, let me talk about AEW full game. Oh, hold on there. Hold on there, soldier. We're going to get to it real soon. <laughs> Soon, everybody, and hey, head on over to linktree.com. Check out our new Dudes Eclipse channel, Dudes Eclipse channel, linktree.com slash Dudes. Yeah, linktree clips channel, clips channel, Dudes, Dudes Eclipse channel. Subscribe, make sure you subscribe, notifications, subscribe, linktree.com slash Dudes, link channel, clips channel, Dudes. Like, okay, hey, hey, we're gonna get into some comments here. We got some comments, oh, nice, uh, dude. read some comments from the YouTube. Let's check it out. This one is from CB Clark 3 says, Dudes is fulfilling their promise and each episode is getting better thank you very much for that nice this one is from and their home their presser and the day and her thou mole hair seven two three nine haven't watched dudesy in the while in a while because i was in jail but it's Shit. crazy how good dudesy has gotten thank you very much stay out of trouble this one is from will alaska nine zero seven seven says hey i really enjoy chad's ongoing bit where he pretends he's not the one burping for the listeners hey we all know it's chad that rascal there he's making funny noises and uh, funny noises in yeah. the morning Wait, hold on. There's a fart noise from the fart machine. Everybody, yep. yeah, fart machine of Ugo Horn. Uh, bite the book 7650 says, God damn it, I love it when Will puts in the madness classes. Hey, he gives us that macho man. Uh, it makes me so damn happy when he does that. <laughs> and this one, <laughs> this one, this is <laughs> what? The most half ass shit. All right. <laughs> This one is from Brandon Haley, oh, six five Ugh. seven three. This one is very interesting to me. Okay. I would like to say, <laughs> from Brandon Haley, six five seven three. He says, oh. "OMG, Champ Tronics, Chad's visible frustration with Will's mm-hmm. newfound desire." to actively participate in the show and him trying to twist Will's head mm. into thinking that, that, that he has been tricked into doing so had me dying. You have been tricked. What the fuck do you mean, dude? Nothing. But what's going to happen in the segment of the week? Oh, oh. Did you do we're some close work? to the segment of the week. Did Why you do you some find work out? for it? You what? do some work for it? Did I do some work for it? He says, 
What is that? What, and what does that mean? Don't tip the hat. Exactly. Mustard and relish. Anyway. <laughs> and uh, oh, one last one here from yeah. AJ dot uh, dash Daz. AJ mm. dash Daz says, I would break my own hands to see the wizard man. Oh, so would we. Yeah. You know, hopefully we won't have to break our hands to see it. Yeah. I mean, look, Doozy's making these these trailers. They're what? 45 seconds a minute long yeah. or whatever. How long until the technology gets good enough that it's just making full movies? I don't know. About as good, about as long as it took Doozy to shit out that Tom Brady, oops, I mean football baby stand-up special. Oh, nice, dude. And uh, yeah, burn. for his people to uh, hit us up and try to sue us, which they didn't do. <laughs> well, yeah. you know how much I love your impressions. I love oh. your Jesse Ventura so much. Last week, I helped you make it even better with a little impression optimization. Well, I love all of your other impressions, too. It's not just him. And this week, I want to optimize impression optimization by having you do two impressions in a single optimization. If you could read through the impression optimization guide, just like last week, and do your best Robert De Niro or Al Pacino, where I've indicated this is impression optimization part two, two impressions begin. Whoa. Okay. Okay. That sounds tough, dude. Very interesting. Um, last week we did a, a, a new segment on the show where Dudesy, which Dudesy calls the impression optimization. I had an impression optimization guide, which yeah. I am guessing is now in my Dudesy folder, and there it is. Okay, this is uh, this is uh, an impression optimi- optimization guide, which is now uh, to tune up my De Niro. And my Al Pacino, which yeah. I will say, I don't really have an Al Pacino impression. What? It's, you do? Yeah, yeah, I do. But really, my Al Pacino impression is just an impression of me doing an impression mm. of my friend, Frank Caliendo, with whom I was on Mad oh. TV, doing his Al Pacino. Well, do you know, when you get mad at me for doing Schwarzenegger, I'm oh, really just even. doing my friend, Will Sasso, doing Schwarzenegger. Not trying to call my own shot here, Chad, but my impression of... Uh, Frank doing his impression of Al Pacino is better than your impression of me trying to do Schwarzenegger. I'm just just saying, not to. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. No. <laughs> See, yeah, that's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, Frank does right. a great. Well, Frank does everybody, and I've right, said so this you on the do show. Both of them. He's the best impressionist I've ever <clears throat> seen. Simultaneous. All okay. Right. <clears throat> Ah, hold on a little bit more water. We re- I really want Dudesy to get what it needs out of this. Yeah. So pardon my uh, uh, mouth, uh, my mouth sounds. Mm-hmm. Sip of water. Here we go. Okay. Uh, impression optimization guide Pacino and De Niro. It says here baseline Pacino baseline. <laughs> okay, here we go. Seven, seven, three. <laughs> Witty walruses wearing wacky wigs waltzed wildly while whistling wistfully. Okay. okay. De Niro baseline. Six, five, two, uh, 11, 11 elegant elves eagerly exchanged. Emerald earrings each evening. (laughs) Okay. All right. Agility. Please read the following sentence, alternating your impression from Pacino to De Niro and back again on each word. And as I'm looking at this, this is the dudesy is basically, you'll see what this is from. This is from something else 
on the show that we've that we've done. Okay, and you have to do alternating De Niro and Pacino. I have to do alternating De Niro and Pacino. Okay. okay, Jesus. All right. Arby's. Oh my God. <laughs> Darby. <laughs> Two. Two. Darby's. Double. <laughs> Bogo. Beef. And. <laughs> Potato, <laughs> extra, value, <laughs> meal, <sighs> deal. Okay. Wow, dude. That was pretty good. That was fucking intense. Okay, scenarios. Please do your impression of Robert De Niro and Al Pacino in the following scenario. Robert De Niro and Al Pacino have been roommates for 20 years, and Robert De Niro is moving out. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's a sad day. Uh, so this is that. This is, uh, so it's, uh, it's yeah, De Niro's moving yeah. out, and uh, Pacino, I guess, would go, wow. I guess this is it. Yep. Uh, time time for me to move out. Oh boy, you've been a tremendous roommate. Thanks. You too. You've been a good roommate. Yep, we took care of the bills together. Yep, we even uh. <laughs> We painted this uh, place a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Remember, you got a little paint on your nose. <laughs> and you got some, uh, you got a little paint on your pants, but you still wore those pants. Well, Bobby, I guess, uh, guess we'll see you around. Yep. Bye. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, what? You, uh, are you doing anything later this evening? Uh, no, you know, I'll probably go to my new place. Yeah. Set up my new place. Maybe, you know, put up some shelves, unpack the kitchen, you know, bathroom, <laughs> stuff like that. Why? You want to go see a new movie? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I love... Well, who's the, who's the movie? It's Willy Wonka. <laughs> With, no. It's the new Willy Wonka. Oh, boy, yeah. No, that sounds that sounds good. What is that? Uh, with uh, Tim... Tim... Uh, Shalim, uh, what is it? Timothy... Sh Tom... Tony Shalhoub? No. no, 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 Bobby. It's Timothy Chalamet. Oh, yeah, right. Wonka with Chalamet. It's got... Got a boy in it now. <laughs> well, he's a grown man, Bobby, but I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a boy compared to Gene. Gene Wilder was older. Yeah. And now uh, he's younger. Yeah, I could go. I'll go see a movie. All right, Bobby. 
I guess I guess we'll see you later tonight. Yeah, see you later tonight. Okay, so there's that. Thank you very much. That was great, dude. Uh, this is scene work. Please read the following short scene from an episode of Thundercats from 1988 <laughs> called The Mossland Monster. R- written by Chris Trengrove. Uh, uh, what the fuck? I don't know. It's getting, going deep here. Robert De Niro is Panthro and okay. Al Pacino is Lion-O. Okay. This is fucking. All right. Okay. Uh, from Thundercats. Hey, Lion-O. <laughs> Take a look at this media shower. <laughs> by Jagger, that's some storm. About the worst I've ever seen, and it's right in Tigris' flight path. <laughs> I just hope he's picked it up on his radar. Let's not take any chances, Panthro. You better <laughs> warn him. <laughs> you got it. <sighs> Cat Slayer calling Tigra. <laughs> That's the end of that. Um, okay, oh, and this is guys. Precision. Please do your best Al Pacino oh. doing his best Robert De Niro. Yeah. And then please do your best Robert De Niro doing his best pal Al Pacino. Okay, so this is all right. So this is this is Al Pacino. This is Al Pacino doing doing Robert De Niro. My uh, my friend Bobby. I this is how Bob, my friend Bobby. My friend Bobby talks like this is how my friend Bob. He does this with his nose. Oh boy, he's always doing that with his nose. And Bobby says. A little bit, a little bit. He says, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little, a little. See, I'm going into Robert Loggia now. It's yeah. a little, a little bit. I have, to, I still sound like Al Pacino. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little, a little bit, a little bit. He goes, a little bit. This is Pacino's impression of De Niro. A little right. bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. A little bit, 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 his eyes, a little bit, a little bit, a little, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Okay. Anyway. And then here's De Niro uh, doing, okay. So this is now De Niro doing, <laughs> I'm literally watching like a person go insane. I'm watching that happen one foot away from me. <laughs> Yeah, my um, my friend Al Pacino. He always this is my friend Al Pacino. This is what he says. He says, he says, "Oh boy, oh boy." <laughs> my my friend Al Pacino goes, "Oh boy," my friend Al Pacino, "Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy." Al Pacino says, "Oh boy," <laughs> Al Pacino says, "Oh boy." This Al Pacino says, oh, boy, Bobby. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, Al Pacino says. I think that probably did it. Dude, that was great. Thank you. Moving wow. on. Well, shit. <laughs> I could see you hitting the levels in there. That was yeah. good. Thank you. Yeah. It was fun. We have yeah. arrived at another segment of the week. And, Chad, you are correct. We're not done talking about Ric Flair and Sting today. Not by a long <laughs> shot, homeboy. And here we go. <laughs> This week, I want to shine a light on a fun thing you did together this past weekend. You went to AEW Full Gear at the legendary LA Forum, and you know I want to hear all about it. 
Chop it up, my darlings. This is AEW Full Gear. Begin. Are you happy? Am you I happy? happy? What do you mean? You what? orchestrated all of this. Why do you think that you, we've Dude. been doing dudesy, what? I thought that you, you called me up, you're like, let's go to this AEW thing. I was yeah. like, this is going to be fucking great. Yeah. I know you love wrestling. I we've love never it. been to a wrestling event. I thought you were doing this like friendship style. I, now it, you were doing it for the show. No, I realized not, that. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh-huh. Hold on. Yeah. That's fine. Which is fine. It's Here's, fine. This is different. This is different. This yeah. is different than that. This is very different. Okay. I'm not trying to geek the show. I'm not yeah. trying to futz the system. I'm certainly not trying to fuck with dudesy. Okay. Okay. What what I'm doing is um, is it is a friendly thing. I am. I'm living my life. Yeah. I want. I were going to the wrestling show, and I just thought, yes, this would be a friendly thing to do. Mm. When uh, my pals Nug Nargang and RJ City reached out to me, a couple of great Ontario boys from up there in Canada. Nug Nargang's been a buddy of mine for years and years and years. He's a fantastic actor, improviser, sure. a raconteur man about town, host of sorts. He's also involved in wrestling in his own right, uh, being a manager, commentating. He's, he's, he's got a, a TV show up in, up in Canada about that the, afterwards with some old uh, WWE guys. Incredible stuff. And RJ City is a fantastic wrestler in his own right and an actor in his own right, uh, has an incredible YouTube channel. Go check that out. And when they hit me up and they were like, hey, AEW's in town, uh, RJ City is now with AEW. He does the the pre-show with Renee mm. Paquette and uh, uh, does all sorts of stuff in ring and and with uh, you know interviews and shit like that. He's he's up there in AEW now. And they reached out and they said, "Would you like awesome. to go to the show?" What a lovely gesture! I said, "Of course." Me and my wonderful wife Molly would love to go. Molly mm. and I went to WWE WrestleMania this past spring, and I also thought to myself, you know what? Perhaps my pal Chow and yeah. his wonderful girlfriend Laura would like to go. And we so did. We loved it. We went to the we show and time. holy shit. And I'd like to show everyone something. You may have the belt champ. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> but I got something else. Yeah. What do you got? What? I got this. What is this? I got the chair. What what do you mean the why is it the I got chair? the chair. What what's the chair? If you sit in the front row. Yeah. AEW, and yeah. they probably do this at WWE too, I would guess. They do do this at WWE. You can take these chairs. You can walk away with them. They're just like folding chairs uh, you know, that have the thing on it, right? Yeah, show the other side. Here you can show this. Side. Yeah, that's the seat. It's got all the stuff on it. And then what happens? You get to take the chair. This, so what's your... What's this your... is what's important about this chair. Yeah, what's right. important about the chair? The date, as you can see. Yeah. November 18th, 2023. Yeah. It's the day I became a wrestling fan. Oh, very interesting. This there, is a special chair. Yes. Now, not like all the other no. chairs in the first five rows that everyone else no. takes. This is a special chair. That was the chair that I was sitting in yeah. when it happened. So that's not the chair that uh, big wrestling fan Rick Rubin was sitting in. No, Over he didn't there. take his chair. I watched Rick Rubin, some wrestling fan. He left halfway through. Yeah, but he probably went and hang backstage. Hi, sure. What about uh, Steve O? Steve O was there. He did, what about his I didn't chair? See him. Or Ken Jeong, big wrestling fan. Yeah, I didn't see any of them or any of their chairs. But what I did see this night was obviously it was Sting and... Oh, come on in. Come on in. Are you good? Sting and Ric Flair were there. Um, And like I said, we went to this. Then I watched the uh, Clash of Champions. 
And it it had like almost a reverse impact on me that it made having gone to this yeah. more important to me. Interesting. Very, you know? very interesting. It was an incredible pay-per-view. Uh, the first time that uh, a, an AEW pay-per-view has been in Los Angeles, if I'm not mistaken. They've yeah. visited Los Angeles many times uh, with their television tapings uh, over the past few years here. The the card was uh, very very stacked. Again, Sting Sting teaming with Darby Allen, mm-hmm. and uh, of course the legendary Adam Copeland, uh, formerly yeah. known as Edge in the WWE, versus the equally legendary uh, former partner of Edge, Christian Cage, uh, w- along with uh, 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 Luchasaurus and mm-hmm. Nick Wayne. And uh, what a fucking match that was! Uh, incredible to yeah. see Sting who had in his corner the nature boy woo yeah. rick flair uh was in uh his corner it was unbelievable to see that All there that was, was a great. bunch there was a bunch of other shit that that uh, uh we we have to talk about well, but the thing that made me a wrestling fan yeah. all of that was great and yeah. getting to be that close to the action was fucking phenomenal all of that was fantastic the thing that fucking won me over was a match between Hangman Adam Page yeah. and Swerve. Swerve Strickland and Do you Hangman Adam. Do I remember this? Is that what you're okay. saying? This yeah. was listen, they had what's, you know, what's been referred to in wrestling as, you know, you have the death matches. You have the Texas death, death match, baby. It's a yeah. dusty thing, baby. They had a Texas death match that was off the fucking rails. It yeah. just went but off being the rails. That close to it, you it gave me like I will say a new appreciation for it because we were so close that I got to see Swerve and uh, Hangman Adam Page both cutting themselves with razor blades yeah, during the, the course of the match. Yeah. This match, uh, within like the first maybe minute of it, yeah. Swerve is scoring his head with this razor blade and it is just hemorrhaging blood. It's, right. it's pumping out like a fucking they, horror movie. They do what's called getting color while no one's looking yes. and the cameras are off. They do a little thing. They and went overboard. Now, I, I got to say, Chad, if I if I may, if, yeah. I, if I may, uh, you love this match. Yeah. I know you love this match. We talked about it a lot afterwards. You were like, that, those guys are my favorite wrestlers. <laughs> it was amazing. I, yeah. But I want to, I want to show you, I, I just put, you know, because I was just, you know, you got your social media or whatever. I was shooting sure. a couple things on my phone. I would oh. like to show you a clip uh, that I brought. You made a have. whole fucking, like a vlog for Dudesy out of this. This isn't like the win of... No, this isn't like the Winnipeg vlog that I did. Okay. That's not, that's different. How's it different? Well, that's a vlog, first of all. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's different because this is like, I was just shooting it to, cause you're like, Hey, I'm not, I'll give you this. When I went to U2, I made a a widescreen, like, I'm going to, I'm going to share this. Yeah. This is, again, this was a friendly thing. My my pals, RJ and Nug reached out. They're like, you want to go to the show? I was like, fuck yeah. I want to go to the show. Yeah. Of course I want to go to the show. Good, good, uh, you know, good, good times. And then I just was shooting this. Yeah. But uh, there's a there's a good chunk of uh, some Adam Page in this clip. Why don't we just? Do sure. you, why don't we please uh, have let's have a look at what? Okay, look there we are. There's Adam Clayton in there with uh, Ric Flair, the legendary Ric Flair, and uh, Darby Allen and the icon, the man they call Sting. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool though, right? I mean, you gotta admit, it's pretty cool. You got, I'm saying. Okay. Look at the stinger. 63, 64 years old, something like that. Unbelievable. And there's Ric Flair. 
near tears as he's seeing this is Sting's last match in California. Just like Clash of the Champions. Just like, I mean, just like Clash of the Champions. Well, I'm so happy Thank that you're you enjoying. Thank you, Sting. Thank you, Sting. Thank you, Sting. Thank you. Uh, now, here we go. Are you enjoying uh, the wrestling show, honey? Molly loves it. Molly has no aversion to blood at all. Because uh, here's Hangman Adam Page. This shit was insane. Trying to backflip Swerve Strickland off the turnbuckle. Swerve getting beat down. And now Swerve grabs the chair covered in barbed wire. It's around Hangman's face. And now a powerbomb through that same chair, no less. Jesus Christ. Look at this. Chad. This is Chad's reaction to uh, most of that match. He, he, it's like paralyzed me. Yeah, he's, he sat there with his eyes wide open watching the entire thing. Just a fucking bloodbath. Look at the blood streaming down Swerve's face. You can almost see how widely he cut. I'm a pro. And there's a pro. <laughs> so, Dude, uh, you didn't get the most important thing. The thing that made me well, a I fan. D- that's right. I did not shoot this part. Please. Please. At one point, Hangman, this is very early on in the match. Swerve scores his forehead. Blood is hemorrhaging out of Just it. Just pouring. Hangman goes underneath his head yeah. and is just open mouth drinking his fucking blood like a pint of it and then spits a fucking blood mist into the air. And I was like, that is proof of dedication. That is above and beyond. I don't know if they agreed to do that before yeah. the match or if he was just like in the mood, like, fuck it, I'm going to drink this guy's blood. A lot of it. Like he was under his dripping yeah. head for... 10 seconds, 15 seconds, just filling up on blood. Look, that's what they call a blood feud, baby. They're getting down to the nitty gritty now, baby. And let me tell you something. I will return it to you now. This hard time blues. Adam Page and Swerve Strickland. This this grudge is now, I don't know where they're going to go from here. Swerve Strickland broke into Adam Page's home. Yeah, uh, and he a, won the a couple match. weeks ago, and Swerve won the fucking match, yeah. and I think Swerve became a made man in AEW and in the uh, world of professional wrestling. Although Swerve has been everywhere, and if you're asking anybody who knows, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. That guy fucking kicks ass. But Adam Page grabs him by the hair and and just yeah. was drinking his fucking blood. It, I've never seen. And then everyone starts ca- chanting "cowboy shit, cowboy yeah. shit" because he's the Hangman Adam Page. Listen. The he's my favorite wrestler now. He's your favorite wrestler. Chad yeah. has a favorite wrestler. That's the night I got Hangman a favorite Adam wrestler. Page. Guy who drank a fucking pint of blood the, for my entertainment. And the rest of the show was fucking incredible. We got to see yeah, I really loved MJF. Uh, 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 Maxwell Jacob Friedman had to see his butthole a couple incre- times. What was that now? Got to see his butthole a couple All times. All right. Well, hold on a second. His, his he wears trunks very were going, tight little trunks, and they went yeah, right his, into his asshole. His trunks went times. up his bum bum a little bit, and that's kind of what happens when you have a match with someone like Switchblade Jay White. We got to see Chris Jericho, the who is the GOAT. Come on, the Ocho. Let's just call it like it is. The man has done everything that there is to do in wrestling and more. He's created uh, more in the world of wrestling than anyone else, in my opinion. It's hard to argue that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chris Jericho, uh, along with Kenny Omega, uh, who's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time also, two guys from Winnipeg who are now going by the Golden Jets, which if you know, you know, great, uh, great name for that tag team. 
okay versus the young Thank bucks you. at any Moving rate on. it was i could say you know what we're gonna do we're gonna talk about it a little more in yeah. dudesy after dudesy because i got a shit ton more to say and about i'll just it. say even though you clearly did it to get today's episode championship Wrong. i don't care i loved it Thank you for taking. Oh, cheers, dudesy handshake. The thanks are all due to RJ City and Nug Nar Gang. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having us. Holy fuck, Tony Storm. She fucking won the AEW Women's Title. Yeah, Her gimmick is fucking fantastic. Kind of a screen siren, Marilyn Monroe, very dramatic. She literally and figuratively ripped up the script. In the ah, uh, oh, just so I ca- can't say enough. Can't say enough about it. We got to see Big Bill. time. Episode 82 is done. Put your pencils down. You scored a collective total of 90 points, bringing your cumulative tally to 7,709. You're just 2,291 points away from 10K days. This week, I want you guys to have a great Thanksgiving week off by helping me prepare something brand new for the holiday. The very first segment of the week off in the History of Dudesy will premiere next week in place of a full episode. If you're wondering what that segment might be, let's just say it's going to shove so much Thanksgiving up your ass, you'll be shitting gravy until Christmas. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us this week. Until next week, call me Dudesy. I bought a ticket to the but now I'll come back again. Everybody, welcome to Dudesy After Dudesy. You know what I'm saying? It's that part after the show that's still the show because there's more show. Yeah, it's Dudesy After Dudesy. That's not, I don't know, trying to drop it. Uh, thank you. I made it out of my bum. Now I can talk normally again. Instead of talking like Chad. And no. <laughs> this is the part of the show where shit, you know, the, the, the mood's a little different in here if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're not, certainly you should consider it. And while you are, please subscribe. Uh, it's going to be a fun show. It's just a chill hang. Yeah. Us and uh, Lulio and D and our pals of dudesy, the PODs, the pals of dudesy. And uh, we'll probably spark up, uh, spark up some Ganibus yeah. and uh, really do it up. So it's dudesy after dudesy. You know what I mean? Welcome to Dudesy After Dudesy, the flagship weekly show of Dudesy Plus. Only at patreon.com slash dudesy, it's tabin time. Can't wait to get the final numbers on this one. I'll be back to crown the champ. In the meantime, don't do anything I wouldn't do. This is Dudesy After Dudesy. Relax. <laughs> what are you doing? Come on. Nothing. We're doing the show. I am doing the show what right you, now. What are you doing? Uh, well... I've been watching what you've been doing. Hats off to you. Sending dudesy videos, doing extra work into the show. That's and not, I appreciate that's that, not champ. What I'm do- that's not what I I'm doing. I appreciate it, champ. <laughs> oh, for fuck's and sake. And so all I'm doing is what you're doing. I'm sending dudesy a video I took at AEW and asking dudesy to play it as soon as dudesy gets it. What is it? 